Hi guys, Barry Cook from the Chongi Kwan. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, respect and discipline in the martial arts. Uh, when I was a Taekwondo student at the club where I trained, there used to be a position called top student or senior student. And by that I don't mean it was the highest grade in the club who the rest of the class normally bows to. It was more of an honorary position that the instructor gave to a particular student in the class who was demonstrating particular um, attributes or uh, just, just seemed to encompass more rounded um, and a more overall concept of what the instructor considered a martial arts student to be. So typically the type of roles that would be given to this student included um, spending time with the instructor outside of the dojo. Um, in my case when I held the position uh, we used to meet um, either he would come to my house or I would go to his house and we would spend time discussing various martial philosophies, um, traditions and histories related to the martial arts, current events, things that were going on in the martial arts today, and how that related to things that were going on in class or with the national or global governing bodies. And it was all just... Um, it was... It was an honour, it was, it was a real thrill to be in that position and to have the instructor's time on a one-to-one a -one basis without it being a, a paid-for activity. It was, it was personal and private tuition that was given and the instructor's time that was given um, free of charge because he wanted to invest in someone who he felt was honouring the role of being a martial arts student more accurately in his or her eyes. So um, there, were, there were those kind of, um, you know, going for, you know, walks. We, we would drive somewhere and go for walks and discuss philosophies. Uh, we used to go to uh, seminars. You know, he, he would call me and say, there's a seminar this weekend where uh, he might be going to teach a club somewhere in the country and he would ask the senior student to go with him again uh, an honour because if other students weren't going it was just the the senior students who would go. So your your job when you went uh, was was basically to assist in the non-teaching roles of things that he needed and it included things like carrying his carrying the bags of the instructor so you were you were helping whilst people in martial arts who don't have that senior role position uh, the things that you would do as the senior student like carrying the bags, 
may seem alien because it's not a practice that they generally do. So in the other martial arts that I've done, there, there hasn't been a senior student position. And so these things haven't, haven't existed. So if I go to a Shotokan karate class, or if I go to a Japanese jiu-jitsu class, uh, those things weren't there. But when I did Taekwondo, and again, I don't know if it was just something that happened within that club and the other clubs that I tended to go to, or whether it was something that went on in every Taekwondo club. But it certainly went on in the club where I was a student and other clubs which weren't connected to um, the school where I trained. So, going with the instructor when he's been asked to go somewhere was one thing. Um, carrying the instructor's bags was also a big honour. And I remember thinking back to that time that other students who weren't in that position were almost falling over themselves to try to do what they thought they needed to do to get to be in that position. Because when you follow a, an instructor, you know, you go to various schools and you have a look and you think, right, okay, this is the school for me. I like the instructor. I like the way he thinks. I like his philosophies and his ideologies. And so this is the person that I want to shape and guide me as a martial artist. So when you do that, um, whatever it is that the student, uh, the teacher asks you to do, you do willingly because it's the concept is that whatever he's asking me to do, it's for my benefit. He's doing things, or he's asking me to do things for for my growth and my development as a martial artist. So these these were the kind of things. But on top of that, things that I think when you're in that position or when you're of that mindset, you develop a way of believing you should behave. So when you go to a martial arts club, of course, we're all given the, the rules of the school and, and how we should behave. But there are unspoken character rules that I think develop. If they weren't there initially, then they develop as something on their own. So, for example, if, if I went out for a meal with my instructor this week, as I have on many occasions over the years, I have always paid for the meal. So that that's not a big deal, but again, it's an honour for me. If I take my instructor out and I pay for his meal, it, it's just another way of me trying to uh, give some respect and, and show some honour back to the person who has spent the last X amount of years developing and guiding me. So... If you, if you think of it just from that point of view, you know, what, what can I give back? If you look at what you've achieved or what you've become or what you've lost in the form of maybe bad habits as a result of the tuition and guidance of a particular person, then the, there aren't many things you wouldn't give up freely because you're, you're still following this person that you have faith in as an instructor. And again, I, I've trained long enough where 
I've seen lots of people who who don't agree with that concept. There may be comments below on on this um, vlog where people don't understand or don't agree with with those kind of things. They may say, if you pay for a class, then the instructor is simply fulfilling a role by giving you the service that you've paid for. And I think anybody who considers themselves a authentic and traditional martial artist and who has trained for a long time would, would never think like that. Certainly none of the people I know who are friends of mine who, as we have grown up, and, and you know, now we're all in the, the higher grades, you know, 6th, 7th and 8th Dan, um, Masters and Grandmaster grades ourselves, but we still... When we're around our student, it doesn't matter. Around our teacher, it doesn't matter what grade we are, because you're you're always the student, particularly when you're around the instructor. So, whilst the top student or senior student position in in that fashion doesn't seem to exist anymore, I I, I haven't seen that for a long time in any of the arts that I still go to, any of the classes that I still visit, and. Um, so, but it was a special time. I remember it just being a great way to feel the honor of the instructor appreciating the fact that you weren't just a student who was paying money, turning up, and then going home either as a hobby or to lose weight or to win medals. You were deeper than that. The martial arts meant more to you than that. And therefore, um, he was giving back to you by making you as as well-rounded and developed as he could more often and without cost. So there, there are many benefits to that. But I think on top of that, if you add loyalty to the respect issue, uh, issue then it becomes whole new, it adds a new dynamic to the uh, concept of respect because any student can stand in front of an instructor and spring to attention and, and put sir at the end of, of every sentence or even a, a sir sandwich, sir yes sir you know, so military that it, it becomes comical um, and we can all wear a mask and, and, and show what we think the instructor wants to see, so it becomes an act, a facade. But I think what lower grade students don't realise is that instructors, if they've been training and teaching for long enough, part of the teaching uh, skill set that you develop as years pass is the ability to see past the mask that students present when you're speaking to them. So even though they may be acting or speaking a certain way in front of you and within the class setting, you know, or the instructor will know that outside, if they're a different person or saying different things, um, that's evident to the instructor. And really, it's, it's a skill that is developed by teachers simply so that we can give that student a bit more attention and effort in whatever it is that we feel is lacking. So if, if they're not quite being truthful in, 
in the either thought or, or action, then we can work on that a bit more and try to get the students so to be a bit more. Students can appreciate what it means to um, allow the martial arts to affect them more wholeheartedly, uh, and by that allow themselves to develop in a, a deeper and more traditional and sincere way, because it's, it's so much more rewarding than just doing something as a hobby, when it has that potential to be so much more. So, if you're a student of the arts, and you really appreciate your instructor, and you think that he's far more than just someone who shouts commands, if he goes above and beyond, and helps you out in ways that you're probably not even aware of yet, and he's making you the best version of you that you can be, then just give that bit back. Allow yourself to and commit with with loyalty and respect and demonstrate it at every opportunity and let them know that wherever you are, whatever setting you're in, that you appreciate that 24-7 he considers you his student and reciprocally you feel, you, you demonstrate that he is your teacher 24-7 and your, your training will just be uh, boundless. So keep training, keep going, and I'll see you on the next vlog. Take care.